Craig Caliendo joins us here in studio. He is performing tonight at the Comedy Works Landmark, but that show is sold out. Look at, look at what I'm doing right now. Yeah, we'll, we'll, get, we'll get to this in a second, okay? But because Frank loves Denver, uh, he, you're going to be coming back for another show Wednesday, December 6th. Yeah, so you can't get in tonight. So uh, originally I wasn't even going to do that, and then it was it sold out about a, a, a week ago or so. And then I said, "Do you want to do a second show?" I'm like nine thirty on a Thursday night. Uh, yeah, people, you can always feel at the end of those shows, people are checking their watches for babysitters and got to go to work the next morning. I'm like, "How about I just come back in December? It'll be fun. Do another seven thirty show. It'll be perfect." And uh, th- I was coming in here anyways, even though the show was sold out. I was like, "We can just mention that December yeah. 6th show at Comedy Works," and boom. <laughs> Boom! There you go. <laughs> he can't do it. I can't. Yeah. Like your tease, your tease was that he's going to ruin it for Mark, and Mark can't. Mark's already doing faces. Can't. Can't. So what's your problem with Frank? Well, I don't. I mean, it's a good problem. But what's yeah, the problem? Frank and I have been buddies for a long time. But Frank, every time I gave him a swim move, got right around. Right. He still can't. He yeah, still can't believe yeah. it. Five six. Every time, every time he starts going into voices because he contorts his face and he looks like the character. So I start. Going right along <laughs> with him, and it's not even close to what I'm no, doing. No, 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 no. It's not close. Yeah, I, it just it just happens that yeah, way. Yeah. Well, so if I was doing like a John C. Riley, where <laughs> there's not even a ton, he's just he's not, he's not even sure what to do with his face at that point. Did you touch my quarterback? <laughs> Did you touch my quarterback? That's see, that's maybe that's what uh, maybe I'll have John C. Riley as Sean Payton uh, right. instead of Kevin James. Yeah, that'll be it. So are you gonna? Well, my name is Sean Payton, but you have to call me Dragon. <laughs> We were trying to do, Mark was trying to do a John Gruden impression just a, 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 a uh, few bad. minutes ago. It was, it was, it was dry, dreadful. He tried. He did, he, did you, how far did you get with that, man? <laughs> did you get anywhere with it? No, I didn't get anywhere. I wasn't doing Gruden for the longest time because of all the stuff. And then, then he started showing up in the NFL again. Yeah. And I was like, okay, I'm, I'm good again. Yeah. You know, it's, uh, it's so funny when, like, 10 years ago, if I just said the name Bill Cosby, everybody in the room was like, I hope he, you know, does a Bill Cosby. Now, if I say Bill Cosby, I hope he doesn't do Bill Cosby. Right. right. Tell you what, man, it's tremendous. So, you know, <laughs> take a look, Caliana starts doing me, and I work with the Saints. Remember Sean Payton used to be there? He had a pretty good quarterback at that time, Drew Brees. It's about four foot two. <laughs> But he was good from the neck up. You know why? That's because I heard Mark talking about that earlier. <laughs> Change the play at the line of scrimmage. When they start saying line to gain, when they start, when you guys start doing that in your announcer booth, huh, Mark? <laughs> like five years ago, nobody ever said the line to gain. It was always uh, four yards for a first down. Oh, two, four yards for the line to gain. What, when did that start? I don't know. I have, I have there's no always idea. something. There's like a couple things that people start saying and everybody. Because I've been told that people have said that forever. And I'm like, I've watched a lot of football games. Mm. I've never, I, even in the old school, John looks like he's four feet from the line to gain. Yeah, you know, you, you talk about people say first down. I just look over at Mark, he's contorting. <laughs> I mean, he doesn't look like me. He looks like a jack-o'-lantern where you, I mean, <laughs> I mean, if you're doing it right, you carve where the eyes and the nose and the mouth are, and Mark is just taking it. I mean, he's just taking it. He, took a, he did like a Friday the 13th kind of slasher to it. Boom. <laughs> Is that, when you write, you write your show like you know. I do, but not like this is why I like clubs. All right, because the clubs allow me to go and gauge what the audience is going with and not going with as much. And uh, a theater feels more like we're out of theater. You know, you're right. doing a play at a club. It feels like nightclub, and so uh, I do more improv stuff 
in a, it, like I will tonight and December 6th, it'll be more of that kind of stuff and taking things on tangents. And that's, and that's when I feel like I'm at my best, actually, because I'll create stuff for a, a later show. I'll write on stage. I'll get, put myself... I mean, it's almost like it's it's almost like uh, I'm going to do a sports analogy here. It's almost like making a read. So I'll make a read on uh, uh, the audience when I see them. I'll say, okay, this looks like a a lot of heavy metal people or sports. It's usually sports fans, a lot of beer drinking and stuff like that. But okay, I'm going to start with this stuff because I know they're going to like the Barkley honesty. That's a really women. Victor Wembanyama's got a lot of ways to go. He's very big. I play with Ralph Sampson. He's different than Ralph. He's kind of like a bigger Kevin Durant, but. But Jokic is the guy. If you ne- if you never put the ball below your head, even even when you're dribbling, that's how good Jokic is. He can he can put a guy. He's and he's wide. He's very very wide. Jokic <laughs> is twice as wide wide as a regular human being, even in the NBA. Like I watch Jokic, and I, I, I I'm thoroughly amazed. Like they used to talk about him, like. He wasn't fun to watch. Do you remember that? Yeah. And now I, nobody's talking like that because he is really fun to watch. It's just you're watching a different game than most of the other guys are playing. That's the thing with him is, and like I said, he never has Barkley, but he never, the ball doesn't come down. And even when he shoots, the ball's behind his head. So you'd have to hit him in the face or the elbow if you're going to hit a jump shot. That's that's the Dirk was like that too. If you watch the yeah. elbows out in front, Durant is kind. Of, Durant does that thing where he doesn't bring it through the defensive zone. He brings it around and up. When your arms like these guys all have these you know crazy wingspans, you have to figure out where you know where to get them, how to get them to the space. And I just love watching Jokic because all those the contorting moves and stuff right, like that. Like I always say he's the only seven foot guy that never plays above the rim. He no, just yeah, no. below the rim. He's and and we were just talking about like he's the Dumbledore of of right <laughs> of the NBA because it's it's a magician. It's like how did he get that shot Dumbledore over that wizard. guy? He's a wizard. Wizard, yeah. What Dumbledore I say? A, yeah, Dumbledore is a wizard, not a magician. Well, wizard, magician, they're all magic, Mike. I mean, come on. Well, magic, so the man. Patronus. <laughs> <laughs> wizard. Actually, I, that's how I talk about impressions. People think I'm a wizard. I'm like, no, I'm more of a magician. A magician uses sleight of hand and looking different. I think he's actually. I mean, you, you're kind of right. He does kind of do both because they, there are things he does that you're like, how did he do that? And then there's somewhere he's like, oh, that he just conjured that up. That's mm. impossible to do. So uh, I think he's got a little bit of both. Frank Caliendo going to be performing at a sold-out show tonight at the Comedy Works Landmark, but because uh, there's so much demand and he loves De- – you, you were saying this earlier before. Denver is a great comedy stop for all comedians. You're going to be coming back Wednesday, December 6th. Yeah. Why and- is Denver so – must, you know, must I think honestly, on the this, circuit. This, yeah, this sounds like a you know a rear end kissing kind of thing. It's not. It, it, comedy works actually is one of the and they promote theater shows and stuff and uh, everything throughout. It's they just know what they're doing and they get the business of the comedy. They make it good for the uh, for the audience. They bring in lots of huge acts. They have different locations. So Dave Attell is here on the weekend. They, they bring in. Uh, all kinds of you know famous people to the city, and uh, you know all levels of comedians, and they develop comedians. That's another thing a lot of cities don't do. I think that's a, and people appreciate that. Uh, we got a text from a, a listener who says, "I love Frank's new stuff." Are you? Do you sometimes feel like a like a 
like a great rock band where you know you come out with new stuff and people are like, play the old stuff, play the hits. I have to do so. I have to do the Madden stuff. I have to do. I you know what I talk about is the my Madden reaction when somebody says, "Hey, do some John Madden." I'm like, <laughs> boom, and that's usually enough, right? <laughs> in, in, a, in a show, I'll do more, but like when I'm at the grocery store, like, "Hey, do some John Madden," boom, and they're like, uh, and then they're like, "Do some more." I'm like, "Here's a guy getting a little greedy now." So, <laughs> and it's funny because when I would do the Madden stuff on you know social media. People just used to rip me like, can't you come up with anything new? Then I started doing Pat Summerall and John Madden on the, you know, just doing voiceovers of current things. Like, this is brilliant. You're tying 80s nostalgia in with current day stuff. And like, I'm just doing the same thing I was doing. Just put different pictures to it. And one of my favorite, I've done that with Nance and Romo too, who do like they do me doing them on the broadcast now. Nance left me a message and I ended up calling him back. He's like, Frank Caliendo, Jim Nance. He's like, hello, Frank, Jim Nance. I was like, are you kidding me? What a great phone call. But Nance and Romo, Nance, Romo's like he's starting up a car. It's like it's like an old school car where you turn the engine. Oh, Jim, 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 so, uh, but the Nance and Rome was, uh, you know, here we, uh, he go, oh, the, the excitement's building is, oh, here we go, Jim. Tony. <laughs> and he just, it's like somebody's playing with the volume meters. But, and, and uh, Nance asked me, why do you just say Tony? I go, cause my Jim Nance isn't that good. You're hard to do for longer periods of time. So I just thought oh, I can always do this with one word and it kind of caught on. So I just, that's what I did. I, everybody who, who's a fan of yours has their favorite, uh, Frank Kelly into impression. And mine has always been, and I love all your new stuff, but mine will always be Morgan Freeman. Ah, yes. Truth of the matter is you can use this just about any time you want. And that's when the Broncos realized they needed another score. <laughs> what was that going to happen? We just weren't sure. Good thing they were playing against the Packers and a young quarterback. Now they've got a chance. Sean Payton's lips are pierced like they've never been pierced before. Looking out, out of that field, like, what did I get myself into? <laughs> For, for you, how big a sports fan? Are you? Uh, uh, I am a high-level casual sports fan. I would say okay. I'm real excited about the Diamondbacks. I grew up watching. My dad was a minor league baseball player, mm-hmm. so I grew up. I was a catcher, and I would do this kind of stuff behind the plate, um, and you know, mess with umpires and that type of stuff. Um, now, I, my son, whatever my kids are into, I'm into. So my son's really into the NBA, and I have a friend who's got a seven foot one son. So it's like. So I'm watching a lot of college basketball, mm-hmm. and uh, I I like watching the guys come up, and I like trying to figure out if a guy's going to be a pro in a sport. I really enjoy that. Mm-hmm. There's, there's something about watching people, and then when they defy the odds, you know, Jokic being a second round pick, right? It, and the people are saying he's you know he's just not a prototypical player, and then for him to develop into what he is. I really like that because the same in football when somebody says somebody can't be something you pick somebody in a late round. I like the Brock Purdy stuff. I enjoy yeah. I enjoy that. I just. Everybody says that in that offense, this Kyle Shanahan offense, anybody could do it. I'm like, well, I think they've proven that not everybody can. And mm-hmm. uh, is Brock Purdy the the greatest athlete out there? No, but he's he's making all the plays. I know he had a bad week this last week, but it also turns out he might have had a concussion. Uh, I don't know at what point that is the case, but you know, 
you watch these guys and you go, oh, this is a story and he's not out there telling everybody how good he is. Uh, he's out, he's kind of quiet and just, just in case, uh, you know, he doesn't know how long it's going to live. He's not out there milking it for everything. I, I like that. I think when, when, um, you know, I I like the I like the, I like Deion Sanders going out, you know all out. I like uh, you know that bull junk. Come on, what are we talking about here? <laughs> What's going on? What's going on? Come on, one oh five three to fan. What what we doing? Come on, yes, should do one oh four three. What did I say? One oh five. One oh four. One oh four. I was one. I give you one that's more. That's bull junk. I give you that's bull junk. I'm, I'm reading it off the wall. <laughs> I'm reading it off the wall. <laughs> And that's when they realize Caliendo might be dyslexic. <laughs> See, the 104.3, but at least the hosts know the show they're on. And then, I mean, like, yeah, I mean, there you go. Boom. Yeah, I can't believe I was literally, re- I don't know the difference between a four and a five. That's terrible. That's really. But talking about not making the reads. But we got a good segment out of that yeah, part, right? right? Yeah, 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 that's great stuff. Yeah. Uh, real, real quick, so, and, and, w- this texture is one that we we know very well. Frank, can't thank you enough for the last. A lot of your stuff has helped me through some hard times. Thank you for sharing your talents. So, well, I appreciate that. And I good. sometimes don't even, during COVID, that was the time where I realized that I actually helped some people because you start to go, I, you know, I, I'm not a person who needed a ton of attention. I, I'm not like Mark at all. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. 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 So Good I just, point. I've always been weird about the whole comedy thing because I'm weird when people clap and it, like I like laugh. That's why I go so fast. They're like, "Why do you go so fast?" I go because I I just I don't. And sometimes it's better to appreciate the laughter in the audience. I'm trying to do that more because I've always been like just a push forward kind of person. You can see that I'm struggling with it even right now. But I do appreciate that uh, a, a ton. I think that's really nice of you to to say that. So. What, what's your favorite? What's your oh, favorite? Oh, it depends. Character? When they're new, Frank, I don't know. Robert Downey Jr. is always fun because you can burp halfway through a sentence. And it sounds just like a comedy timing thing. When they're new, they're good. Um, I don't know. For some reason, like the John C. Riley has been a lot of fun. That was, and people have been going crazy for uh, um, uh, Seth Rogen. You know, I didn't even know uh, I did it. <laughs> That's uh, pretty crazy, especially in Denver, because, uh, you know, we can build things. <laughs> if you know what I'm talking about. So. You've gotten a lot out of the Avengers, by the way. Oh, yeah. Have I? Yeah. Yes. yeah it's on, yeah. So Mark Ruffalo, do that. I see this as an absolute win. Thor, the God of Thunder, of course. Yes, <laughs> yes people get us mixed up all the time. Me and Chris Hemsworth. <laughs> Why, not? Why not? I was actually at, I was at a backstage an event, and I went, and Chris Hemsworth was doing photos and stuff, and women were just coming into this thing fainting, and then they saw him, because I'm a handsome guy myself. Yeah. Uh, no, it was amazing. I've never seen anything like that. Women literally fainting after they meet Chris Hemsworth. Anybody that you do, their voice that like when when you've met them, they've almost been like in awe of you, like a fanboy of uh, you for doing what. No sports. I mean, it's it's odd as sports because sports guys are usually put on a pedestal, and the guys that are in the club don't mind being made of by other guys in the club. You know that was that was always a thing with football players and coaches. Like if you're messing around with people, that's broken down a little bit more than it used to be. But uh, I think. I'm trying to think. There were people that would ask me. Uh, um, I'm trying to think. Gruden always loved it. He's yeah. like, Madden didn't he, like it at first. No, nah, didn't like. He never. I never really. He never really. His grandkids liked me, and I think that's what opened it up a little bit. Uh-huh. His, and he was somebody. His son invited me to. He invited me. It never a follow up phone call didn't happen. But he's like, you need to come do John's birthday. I'm like, you should check with John. First. <laughs> <laughs> Did you hear that story Barkley told about uh, on Kelsey's podcast? 
They, so Barkley, Madden called. Uh, you guys got to go to break. I can see nodding going yeah. on. No, we're good. We're good. We're so, good. Uh, we're good. So Barkley talking about, yeah, John Madden called me and said, we got a Caliendo problem. And so Madden wanted to wanted to sue me over something, and he just right. didn't like it. And, and Barkley's like, Barkley, I never told people about this story because I didn't know what Charles wanted out there or whatever, and it was kind of his thing. But he, he comes up and he's like, Frank, you got to keep doing me. I'm like, why is that? Because every time you do it, I, I end up making more money. <laughs> I don't even understand why. People hear you on the radio. Next thing you know, I get a commercial for Taco Bell or Weight Watchers, which came right after Taco Bell. So <laughs> it's, he always loved it and got it. And uh, But Madden didn't like being, you know. But as far as people loving it, yeah, there are there. I'm trying to think of a person who really loved Stephen A. Smith. Actually, really liked it. He, although the first the first time he saw him, he's like, "Frank, do me a favor. Don't ever ever do me." So, <laughs> Romo and Nance seemed to like it. So and Bagruden awesome. loves it. I tell you what, man, could do that all day. Bring me back, man. <laughs> Spider two white banana cream pie. <laughs> <laughs> look at Mark. Mark can't look at you. He can't look at That's, you. Hey, here's a crazy uh, little story. I know you got to go, but the, well, no, um, actually, we just, actually can you stay because we oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, we just got the permission to. Yeah. A little longer. Yeah, so okay. must be good enough. Must yeah. be good. Yeah. So uh, right now, or you got to break nope, for keep us? going. We're so good. I was in, I was in Rome, and when in Rome, do as Romans do, right, man? Mm -hmm. No. So uh, I got a call. Uh, I, t I put out a, a picture on social media on Instagram, and uh, I was just in Rome, and you know, at the Colosseum, and I get a text from a guy named Jeff Leonardo. You know Jeff, right? Gruden's right hand guy. Mm -hmm. This is over the summer. He's like, you know, John's in Rome right now. I'm like, no, I had no. How would I know John is in right. Rome right now? He's like, yeah, I follow him over. Here, yeah, right. Yeah, right? Yeah. Yeah. So he's like, text him, and it, so it turns out John was at the Coliseum at the time I was supposed to be at the Coliseum. Our our tour guide screwed up, or our tour tour person. So I ended up having dinner with him and the, the people who built, uh, you know, one of the stadiums. And I'm just, it's me at dinner with Gruden. And he, he's, I'll tell you off the air what some of the stuff he said. But it was tremendous, man. It's like, eat whatever you want, man. He's like, we got to do podcasts together, man. Look at, look at, look at. You're doing Elvis over there. It's like, thank you very much. <laughs> Caught in a trap. Mark, try what to, are you doing? I, I, You're yeah, trying I to emulate everything. Because every I love you too much, baby. <laughs> I can't control myself. No, it's funny because uh, it's like you're it's uh, you're not doing it on purpose. You've no, had, and it, it's not like you're training. You're training in life, especially in football, right? Is to react. It's to react, and you've trained yourself to react on this to do mirror exercises right. in an acting class. I just need to pull like my head down yeah. and speak to you like this. Well, you know, you know the guy who does the Arizona Cardinal games, Ron Wolfley. Yeah, I know. Ron, Ron Wolfley. Yeah. I know you are. Are you talking to me? Yeah. <laughs> He has his hat down like that all the time. And every time I tried to do Ron Wolfley, it, it ends up becoming Jesse the Body Ventura. I wasn't even trying to do that. So it's, it, it's uh, but that was what I thought of when I saw the hat down like right. that. Awesome. Awesome. You are going to be performing tonight uh, at the Sold Out Comedy Works Landmark. And because it's so popular, you're coming back for another show on Wednesday uh, December 6th, and we're going to have, we're, you're going to stop by here again, all right? Oh, I'd love to. Bring him yeah. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. All right, that's, awesome. uh, that, that, that's good. Uh, I just feel like, I just, I, I, I'm, I'm just geeking out. I just wanted you to, and I know you probably hate this when people are just like, can you do this voice for me? Can you do this voice for me? Like, I love, I love your Pacino. Oh, yeah. Well, that, that's actually what, if that's not far off from Dion. What do you think about right. it? Right. You know that bull junk? Ain't none of that bull junk. They're oh. very similar. I have no idea. Travis Hunter. Get him out there! Come on! 
140 plays. This guy, you get a fight for every inch of every foot of every yard on offense, defense. Put him on kick returns. Put him on the punt team. Travis Hunter is ready to go now. Got one more year. <laughs> Make it happen. First round. You know when he did that when, I love when, that when he did that movie, he shadowed Shanahan. So he followed. Oh, did us, he really? Yeah, I didn't know that followed, was it. He followed us around. Uh, he followed. Oh wow! The, so, so he was in the building. Your yeah, building? he was like when we would be at uh, we we do team dinner and and Saturday nights, you know, meetings and stuff at the Inverness. And so there was a, a projection room, and when Mike would go up and address that, he'd be back there, you know, through smoke glass where you couldn't see him. Yeah. And he's just watching. Just observing. Yeah, exactly. Saying what's going on with this coach, Mike Shanahan, who's known as a yeller. Yeah. Here we go. <laughs> wow! <laughs> Schlereth, you missed another block! What are you doing? How many bad knees can a guy have? <laughs> Two, come on! Shoulder. This guy's down. He's going back in. It's the 90s. You can play whenever. It doesn't matter. This isn't, this is not current day NFL. You don't come out. You play. You play because if you don't play, you are a wuss. And you don't want to be that on my time. Now. I'm going to go put on a leather jacket just like Mike Shanahan used to. <laughs> that's good. That's the leather jacket. <laughs> All right. Oh, All right. Good. I'm sweating. Whew. Yeah. No, I appreciate you guys having me. But then, and last time I was on, uh, you know, the, the the ticket, I was, you know, it blew up. So thank you guys very much for having me. And like I said, this time there weren't even any tickets left. And so we added that other show, December 6th, uh, Comedy Works South, because... Hey, it's fun, and I, I get to like I get to play with stuff like this. This is the great the, for me. This is the fun too. Uh, yeah. Real, real quick, um, we are desperately uh, trying to tank here for Caleb Williams. Uh, what's what does Mel Kiper think about Caleb? I'll Williams? talk about tremendous situation. Might have had a couple of bad games. Look at Caleb Williams throwing four interceptions the last two games. Uh, you know, I, I'm not sure. Here's the thing: I got to take a look at. If you're taking a look and see what's going on, high low risk, high reward. Talking about a guy's got a lot of time in the. USC offense, throw the ball. That's the only thing. A lot of people talking Drake May doing a tremendous job up there, standing in the pocket, traditional guy, six foot five, tremendous wingspan. But Caleb Williams, he's got, he's got an ability to scramble like Kyler Murray if you stretched him out. And, <laughs> and here's the and, and at the end of the day, you got to hope that they don't have to write a, uh, something in the contract that says don't play video games. Because if you're doing that, I'm not sure how committed you are to the team. So no, if you don't have any video game verbiage in the contract, then I think Caleb Williams, you'd be hard-pressed to tell me otherwise. I was watching you as Frank was talking, and you're, you were bobbing your head, and you were kind of moving your jaw. And Yo, what yeah. was that? I, what I, is I that? Know. That is kind of weird. That was like I, a Muppet watching. It was Muppet dancing. I, did, I, just, just, I am just thoroughly, it just impresses yeah. me. We I go back, when, all the, the old days, we'd be at late night, late night radio, uh-huh. uh, and I'd come in and see him, and it was, it was even the, even the first couple, because Mark actually got me in to meet a lot of people 
at ESPN, like I didn't know people. And Mark's like, here, let me let me introduce you to this person. I'm like, like, do they like you? Not really, but I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> Mark, Mark's like, I kind of say what I think around here. So it's, uh, but no, everybody likes, half the people like Mark. So at least half. No, at least, at least half. But he was always, that was one of the things I do appreciate. You always, uh, Super nice in, in introducing me to you were there when I met Gruden. You were like, yeah. you, you were like, come on, let's go now. Let's now, like all these, all the suits were just standing around there, all the executives, and he's like, do what you got to do, and I'll meet you on the other side. <laughs> that was pretty great. That's awesome. So uh, people can start getting tickets to the yeah. December sixth show. Okay, so yes. Wednesday, December sixth, and uh, you can go to uh, comedyworks.com, and Frank will be there December sixth. And if you're one of the lucky ones going tonight, enjoy. The show. Frank, this is always a blast. And please come back uh, yeah. on December 6th. Love it. Thanks, guys. All right. Yep. Thanks, Great. Frank. Frank Caliendo. Uh, anybody you want to talk about on the way out? Uh, I think I used it all, everything I had. You I got had, nothing I, left? I used the John C. Riley. Uh, I used the uh, Seth Rogen. Uh, did we do any Joe Rogen? <laughs> Jamie pulled that up. Oh, my God. That's crazy. I don't know. <laughs> I didn't even know. How that did we do any Paul Giamatti? We did not. I oh, love Paul Giamatti. Oh, of course you do. Why would you love anybody else other than Paul Giamatti, <laughs> whose father, of course, was the commissioner of Major League Baseball, A. Bartlett Giamatti. <laughs> and when you start your name with an initial, you know you're important. <laughs> <laughs> There we go. There you go, and there he goes. Frank Galliendo.